You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we got Westworld. This is episode, was this eight? Yep. I was going to say it in Spanish, but I don't, I can never remember the number eight in Spanish. Was it Ocho? Ocho? And it's nine. Yeah, it is Ocho. Um, what's your, I'm what's your heritage? What you just said. Are you, what's your heritage again? It is Mexican. But it, <laughs> there's. Good night. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. There's a long reason why I don't know Spanish. And we won't get on hey, that this episode. He might be a host. <laughs> I think I would know Spanish if I was a host. Jeez. Just upload it with a button. Not smart enough to be a host. <laughs> uh, what was the name of this one? Was, was it Trace Decay or something? Trace Decay, which is why I don't know Spanish. There yeah. he is. Host. host. <laughs> so, overall thoughts? I loved it. Yet I, again. I mean, I freaking loved it. It's still great. Um, yeah, even though it's getting booed of episodes, I mean, online and everything. But, yeah, I mean, it's know, getting booed. Trust these critics, you know. But, but I mean, it was still like a 9.1 everywhere I saw it rated. Yeah, um, I heard the most complaining about an episode with this episode. I think just because it's kind of confusing. Um, yeah, they're all over the map a little bit. For every question they answered, they gave us two more questions. It's the way I felt like. We definitely got a lot more questions this episode than we had. Because, I mean, we were on a hot streak to where we're getting a lot of answers. We, you know, we're starting to figure things out. Big reveals. And then this episode, we didn't get any of that satisfaction. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, I guess you kind of go on a roll, like you're saying. And then you expect another domino to fall. Like a bigger domino to fall. Because there's running out of episodes. So you assume that big things are only going to happen. Right. Um... And then we, this episode, I mean, it was like a lot of stuff, but major reveal, I wouldn't no. say. If anything, it was like a lot of little Easter eggs you'd keep your eye out for, and then a bunch of subtle things that are supposed to be just the groundwork for what I'm guessing is the big reveals for the next episode. You know, HBO is synonymous for having episode nine is like your big, holy crap episode most of the time when they do these things. True. And so I'm really having high expectations, which is a terrible thing to do when it comes to shows. Um, I think this is one of the only shows that meet and beat yeah, your expectations. Exactly. So. I, mean, I thought this was a very good filler episode. Like I wasn't really bored with anything. They gave us a lot of good information that we'll get I into. I would call it filler. To me, like seeing Maeve go or go as far as she did and things she changed and did. I thought that was like a really heavy steps forward. Um, the Men in Black thing was kind of a cool action breakdown, and you got so much background. That was a great thing, and. There was a lot to this episode that I really, really liked. It, it's like they gave you breadcrumbs, but you know what I mean? They didn't give you too much. You never got a full bite. You right. just got, a, you got it, crumbs. And I think with this episode, we'll probably have to go, like we talked about before, with character groups. Mm-hmm. Because to try to follow this chronologically is just stupid. Uh, no way. So, who do we want to start with? I think we just start with Bernard. You know, we're back to Bernard. Because think about it. Last episode before this. Right. Epic ending. And... We get this montage between him and Ford, and he's genuinely upset, realizes what he's done, he's horrified at what he's, his actions, and you see him get upset and almost somewhat threatening and violent towards Ford. And not, I was, somewhat. not somewhat. Yeah. He was ready. He was he's, ready to go. You know, He said, I will raise this place to the ground. You know, This was so good. God, these actors are good, man. I mean, you watch this and you go back and watch Walking Dead, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm still getting the vomit out of my mouth. How dare you slur? Yeah, like, you can't <laughs> even bring that up right now. I mean, just, uh, but yeah, uh, you could tell that Ford was even a little surprised at how emotional he was. He says he loved Teresa. You know, he went this far. It looked like Ford was a little bit nervous at first. And then was able to shut him down. You well, know, the, the funny thing was is that it's like Ford's like every time you have a scene like that, he goes, "This reminds me of of Arnold. Arnold. This is yeah. like what Arnold did. This is this is how Arnold went mad and da 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 da." And he always had a great quip or a good uh, good line for it or an answer to it. I mean, the guy, if Anthony Hopkins does not win an award for this show, I'm gonna be pissed. The guy is. Without a doubt, blowing it off the charts with this. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's its fantastic. And was this the scene they were talking about the pain? Yeah. Where, e- e- 
Like I felt like it was this, but it might have been yes. a different scene. What's yeah, because he was talking about erasing his pain. What's your difference in pain versus my pain? Yeah, because it's like all imagined in the head and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. His, his explanation was incredible, you know. And what I thought was the coolest thing he actually ended up saying was um, the reason he created Bernard was because his human counterparts weren't capable of creating the programming he desired. So he made Bernard, who we already know the the host have the processing capabilities that are far exceed our own, you know what I mean, to help him like r- realize his dream. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That makes me think that Bernard has been there a very long time. Well, if you go back Bernard's to Bernard's you... probably Arnold's replacement. Well, if you think about it, if you remember Dolores was the original. Right. And then you saw the next prototype was a picture of Bernard. Right. It was possibly Arnold. It was young Ford, then Dolores, and then Bernard. So I mean that's very possible that Yeah, it's you know. the original trio there. Because I think Arnold has something to do with Dolores storyline, you know? And then Bernard being his replacement kind of makes sense. You know, I mean, because if Arnold got too close, his human element got in the way, so he creates Bernard to eliminate that. And I'll be honest with you, I'm willing to bet that Ford eliminated Arnold. Uh, to me, you know, like again, all we know is what Ford's told us, and he keeps referencing that people have tried this, that, or so on. And I've been here; they come and go. I'm, you know, that whole nine yards. And he even makes the comment that Arnold tried. You know, and lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and w- I think the big reveal is going to be the full scope of Ford's capability for the end of this, you know, and then his ultimate demise. Is there any way that Ford is Arnold? I mean, I um, know it seems very out there and everything, but it just, for some reason, Arnold's just leaning around too much. The only reason I say not is because. The Arnold story is tied so much into the Man in Black mm-hmm. that I feel like Arnold is an adversary. Yeah, and plus, Man in Black refers to, you know, Ford and Arnold separately. Correct. You know, you know? even though he doesn't, no one knows what Arnold looks like because we've yet to see a true picture of him. But would we? That's we, what I'm curious about. Is I don't I know. know what Arnold really looked like. Are we supposed to have a huge reveal of who Arnold was? I mean, I think it. I mean, I'm still under the assumption that it's Bernard, just because that photo, you know, back in episode three, like every time I've seen that photo, like 50 more times since it. See, I'm off that now. I'm totally off that. Oh. Uh, Which surprises me. I still think it's somebody that Bernard knows. Okay. You know what I mean? Because they're not, they can't see what would hurt them. Yeah. So I think it's possible that Bernard couldn't see what Arnold looked like in the photograph. But it could see Ford and his dad, right? So I'm assuming it's probably somebody that we have seen before, you know what I mean? That has been replaced with a host or whatever like that, with a new name. But we have no idea that it's Arnold. I don't know. Like No one else would make sense. Only thing I can think of is the whiskey drinker in storage. Possibly. But but he doesn't fit the mold to me. You know, that doesn't look the part. You know, because that's like it shows that he was an old version. It was janky and, you know, freezing and having issues. But I'm trying to think of something we've seen that has to be like, oh, wow, that's who Arnold is, you know, and I'm just cannot put my finger on anybody in particular. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, the only other person that I could think of, if it's not Bernard, I mean, look alike, is Dolores' dad. Abernathy. Yeah. And I mean that just doesn't even really fit for me. But they th- pick that, that's too convenient that she goes and chooses him at this episode. Well, I mean it's already too convenient that she did pick him. I, I mean she picked the guy all the way in the back. Yeah, it's ridiculous that she picked Abernathy. I am super glad she did. Yeah, because this guy can act his ass off, and I hope for some reason that she's overloading his brain, that that somehow short circuits him into going back into his serial killer. Yeah. scenario you know and he goes crazy and does something cool and bravo for hbo just picking a bunch of random average people in the oh yeah these aren't super attractive like yeah they're not all supermodels yeah um 
everybody looks human. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I could see every one of these people at Walmart. You know? <laughs> it's just yeah. like... Um, but what else do we think about the question Bernard asks him? Have you ever made me kill before? Ford's like, immediately, no. But then Bernard later gets a flash. Well, I mean, immediately. He yeah, gets a of flash. him, you know, strangling somebody from behind. So, which almost reminded me of Elsie. Exactly. That I know that wasn't really possible. But it got me thinking, like, is that is it is that possible in any form or fashion? And I can't see how it would be because they had the phone conversation yeah, and like stuff right before. That, that would just be poor editing if they ended up to where he's the one that kidnapped, kidnapped Elsie. But he is playing it too cool with her, like, just being on vacation. Almost like he, it was erased from his memory that the Elsie situation happened. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And it looks like Hemsworth. God, what's his stupid name? I think it's Ashley. Ashley? Is that it? I think so. Him asking about it and looking knowing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, makes me weird, too. To me, all that did was like make him reconsider Bernard. And like he doesn't trust anything in the place, and like he carries a gun and all that kind of stuff. To me, it makes him question his own, you know, his own thoughts and his interpretations of how things are and what's going on around here. Because even like when they were examining, you know, what's her you know, chicks, you know, who died on the table, he was like preliminary show. She slipped and fell, you know. Even like he looked like it, like it was thin, you know. Yeah, I think he is Teresa's stooge, you know. So, if he was the one that actually grabbed Elsie, and he's just prodding Bernard to see if they have any leads, yeah. you know, to get him in trouble, possibly, I could see that. So, I'm I'm leaning towards, and I think, Cash, I think you thought it was Ashley that grabbed her originally. Yeah, that was um, the only person that made sense for me for some reason. So, that makes sense to me a little bit now. For sure now, that it was him, because this was the... Thing that was broadcasting, we know this is Teresa's deal, um, that she was the one initiating this broadcast to try to get the, you know, the property out of the the facility or whatever. So that makes sense now, I think. But once again, why would Ashley be allowed to be human? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if Ford it wants this level of control, and even the the two guys working on Maeve say it last episode. Every bit of you down to your skin is made to keep you here. You know what I mean? Which makes me think if Ford's that paranoid and that serious about never letting this stuff out, I'm to the point now where I think everyone who works at this facility is a a host. And that would kind of explain why none of them notice when Maeve is walking through with the two stooges. So let me let me ask you this. You know what we I mean just this is my prediction that that is the case. Imagine if you should see Ford walk in and have that chick with him, you know, the the board member, right? And him go, I know everything and just say stop and everything in the room freezes like they've shown in some of these other scenes. Imagine if that scene happens when they're like you're in a room of what you think is nothing but humans. That could be one of the coolest holy crap moments you know, oh, yeah. to prove that you know what I mean yeah I could totally see that happening and, and a matter of fact the only guy I think that might not be is the narrative guy that wants Ford's job for some reason no just because he's a a stoolie you know what I mean he's a douche he's a straight D-bag there's no doubt about it but because <clears throat> what, what, what does this character serve you know what I'm saying other than bending to the will of the lady from the board, you know, right. Hale is that her name, right? Um, it's like, is that just is that his role? I think you know what so. I mean? The like, only thing about that kind of makes me feel like not all of them are hosts is because I mean, think about when Elsie and what she's doing. Think about how she exposed one of the texts for humping one of the one of the hosts on the stairwell. And these little little tidbits here and there that are, okay, it's a human taking advantage of a situation. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't think everybody's host, but I think you're going to have a real surprise of 
that there's hosts implanted everywhere. And so that there is no, you know, so there are eyes everywhere, just not every single one, if that makes sense. I agree with you. I don't want Elsie to be a host. Yeah. But we do know that Ford is 100% aware of what Elsie uncovered before everybody else, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because she was talking to Bernard about it. Oh, good point. And Bernard can see, Ford can see, you know what I mean? So it's like, just like Hector overheard the blood sacrifice conversation, everything that Elsie was saying to Bernard, Ford knows, you know what I mean? So it's like, now you have to literally look at every single time there's a host anywhere, Ford can know about it. He can know. Not to say he's tracking every single person. Well, that's where that's the reason that the board lady told the writer guy, you know, let me show and not tell, because, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she doesn't know that Ford knows all these things. But that could be a situation too, though. Right. Well, do we think that he's monitoring even the ones that are down in the basement level? I mean, I guess I think anything's possible. I don't know if he's monitoring them until they're turned on. So when they turn Abernathy on to have him walk out, I think he would know. Yeah. Does he know what Maeve's doing? I mean, I got to think yes. Well, he makes a comment where even some of your other ones are living out of their living out their flashes of memory, and so on. You're you're no different than a few others. So he makes that comment of that he knows of other characters that are off script. And are trying, are searching for their flashes of memory, you know. And so Maeve is just probably one of those characters when it comes to that. And so, yeah, I'm, I think he's aware, but I don't. I, it's like been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know. But if this is all a part of the large game, you know what I'm saying? That he's pulling because we have not seen what his narrative is yet. No, and that you bring that up. Is that he's looking at that steeple of that church that Dolores finds when he's talking about my new narrative. So I figured that was a location of something we were going to see. Well, we did see it. All right. When I know we're kind of jumping into a different spot right here, but when Dolores walks up there, they made it super clear that this was like ground zero of when they're first originally training the hosts. Yeah, this was the first... The, public location right yeah, I mean, we've is, already seen this back in flashbacks where he's talking about arnold right and this is like before guests are even invited it looks like because you see the yeah, guy those are like text teaching him walking how around with lab coats on and she clearly states excellent job mave like so mave is there dancing and stuff like that so what does that tell us like is mave that old like she's that original yeah she's wondering. you know what i mean so we could come to find out that whatever she had to do with that original thing that they were creating, he's using her to play this out. Who knows, man? I'm I'm grasping at straws, but they clearly stated Maeve's name for a reason in yeah. that little flash. Right. And I mean, I am sticking with that he definitely knows that Maeve is going off the script and is doing more than she should be able to. Yeah. Well, considering that these guys have modified her, I, there's, I mean, there's a, re- there's a recording that she's been modified. And even now they show that she's not even responding to, you know, remote control or whatever it is, that kind of situation. Well, let's just, let's just talk about Maven as the next character. You know, obviously she goes to this whole scenario of that, you know, we're going to have to shut you down to do what you want us to do to well, your skill set and ability. And of course, the the one see these two guys right here, the blondie guy who gets his throat cut. No way in my mind is he a host. Um, it's just to me personally. There's this host. Moment. No way. Straight up. Well, I mean, is any of this believable at this point to y'all? To me, this storyline has become just completely unbelievable. It is a slightly far fetched, but not to the point of okay, I can't watch this anymore. No, I mean not. To what that. bothers me about Maeve's thing, sorry to cut you off, is is that we keep going back to Westworld because they have to re put her in. She is important to the narratives. Right. They have to put her in. That's why she keeps killing herself yeah. to make herself come back. So they know they have to clean her up. So I don't. 
I don't know yet why she wanted the power to use in Westworld. Or is that just like a testing well, ground? She just wanted to be able to see if she can control other hosts to you know, build what her abilities arm. are. You know, quote, so unquote, build her army. But she's also realizing that her memories are also controlling some of what she does, thus killing her new counterpart, you know. By the way, that actress is awesome. She's in a lot of Cinemax stuff and, you know. Banshee, she was awesome. Oh, the blonde, uh, yeah, Girl Clementine, the new Clem, the new Clementine, yeah. She ain't got shit on the old Clementine. I like the old Clem. Oh yeah, I mean, I, but you get that's a good thing about the show is you got attached to that character slightly. Yeah, yeah, you know, enough to where you're like mad, like Maeve is that she's been replaced with the same name and same words, everything. You exactly. know, was that the main Proctor's daughter niece in Banshee? Yes, that's oh. Her. Nice oh, yeah. catch. Oh, yeah. She was also in True Detective. Yeah. She was the girl that Woody Harrelson gave money to to get out of the trailer and said, you know, don't stick around here. Get out of here. Okay. Same chick. Okay. So she's got, you know, she's got cred on HBO and Cinemax and all that. But, all right, so. And then she gets her throat cut. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back next week. Well, we're on Maeve, and I am full-blown on both these guys, Felix and Sylvester, both hosts. Bullshit. <laughs> no and way. Here's one of the main reasons I say it too is when she tells, I don't know which one he is, the Asian guy, to fix him, we might need him. He, he does just it. runs right over, fixes his neck. You know what I mean? No hesitation, nothing. Just goes over there, fixes his neck. I'm telling you, she has that power now. I mean... And without even realizing it, wielded it against him, I think. That would be the most reasonable reason to why he hasn't reported anything to anybody is because Ford already knows. That's why I think this story seems so far-fetched because if she is dealing with two hosts that are allowing what's happening because Ford's letting it happen, you know, then the cracks, you know, kind of dissolve a little bit because it's, it's allowed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, man, y'all need to catch me. I'm going off this cliff y'all are talking about. Oh, man. I mean, there's yeah. just no other reason why. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, bro. I, I just don't see that far. I mean, I, they, mean, I can see the possibility of the Asian guy, maybe, but... Nah. The other guy's a little bit, wor- a little bit more unbelievable because he was running a prostitution ring of letting people come in and take the corpses and everything. I, I yeah. totally understand what you're saying. I, I absolutely man, understand he just it. Draw, he, yeah. I, man, that is... That's just not something I can swallow. I'm sorry. I just, just tell me why you think Ford would allow, knowing what he can do with Bernard, Yeah. why would he allow anyone to work there? Well, I'm okay with the Asian guy. But, <sighs> I, I mean, I don't have a problem. I mean, even like you said, if the Asian guy is or whatever or so on, I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't fit the mold to give Maeve credibility to what she's doing. Only thing that makes me believe what a little bit is, is that it shows the flashback of Bernard and Ford talking to her. And even after he erases her memory, she kills herself. It puts a scalpel in her throat. And that right there has got to be the Easter egg we're supposed to be understanding is, is that even though she's in the older model, one of the Arnold, whatever, is that even though we erased her, she still felt compelled enough to take her own life, per se. And mm-hmm. even the man in black said, even for a second, she was alive. There was something there. The maze is the key, or whatever. And so Maeve is the is that key person we're supposed to try to figure out. You know, we thought, and Maeve and Dolores have something. Yeah, Dolores said the words to Maeve. You know what I mean? Like there's a connection there. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is. It's definitely there. I just feel like to make Maeve's situation credible for what she's doing, it has to be off the map. It can't be on the normal radar. If that makes sense. I don't think anything's off the radar with Ford. I, I think he just knows everything that's going on in West. Bro, I, I totally agree with you. I, I absolutely can. 100% see the other side. The deal is, is if both those guys are hosts and Ford's letting this happen the way it is, then the, her whole storyline loses anything that's valuable to me. If anything, it makes it weak sauce. No, that's what I'm saying. I Maybe it will be important because of what you've just said. Even though he erased her memory, she still killed herself out of grief. You know what I mean? 
It's like she has something. Yeah. Whether whether it's that Arnold like it's virus, Ar- I would call it the Arnold Code. Whatever, yeah, it is. that whatever that is, that's hidden down in there. You know, they even talk about it in this episode where it's like there's something in there that's like fighting against me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? There's two programs going at the same time, right? Know? So if that's the case with her, and she's able to override even what you know Ford is saying, well, even though you know, like she was still out of control and she was unresponsive. And Ford came out there and he played, you know, he put in there, played some video. And he goes, yeah, I learned that trick from an old friend. So this is something that they're giving you the clue is that Arnold has shown this is how you calm one of the subjects down that is out of control, that is not responding to normal cues. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the song that was played was Reverie. An old uh, classical music song. I forget who wrote it. But it's yeah. been used a few times. I mean, they always talk about the Reveries. That are that are showing up. Yeah, Bernard just showed a big one for beginning of this episode. You know his emotions. So, and that's a that's memories that he contains. You know, As, I mean that was heartbreaking. Asking about his wife and his dying child and stuff like that. I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. So, anyway, so Maeve, like you said, she gets into abilities, cuts dude's throat. He gets healed up. When we see her in Westworld. We find out that she can control hosts now. All I can say, in the words of Omar, if you take a shot at the king, you best not miss. Because they tried, and she ran Westworld perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the way well, she was move, maneuvering people. Before we get any farther, what did you think of the uh, the scalpel cut to the throat? Well, I struggled with it at first. I thought she opened up dude's yeah. neck like... I thought he was, laid a fish. I yeah. thought he was. I thought his head was going to lay back. I mean, I thought yeah. he was getting the Catelyn Stark, and it was over. Good yeah, game no read. But instead, he had like a two-inch, yeah, a little nick slit. Um, and then the, even girl that she ends up slashing the new Clem. I don't even remember. She had the same slice. She sliced her throat, and it was much more blood and brutal while still standing. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know what they were going for there. It just, I was applauding some realism of that. You know, if you get hit with that scalpel like that, yeah, it doesn't, it's not like it just becomes a gully washer. You know, I'm happy it didn't show them spraying everybody in the room, you know, (laughs) turning everybody red. But I mean, not to be hypocritical, but it took a good five seconds before you even saw a drop of blood. And he was like, yeah, it took a while before it opened it up. And yeah, but (laughs) you know what I mean? And then he falls on the floor and he's convulsing. Uh, and for that kind of cut to be able to just to singe it up like that, his reaction to it seemed over the top to me. Host, bro? (laughs) It was too easy to heal him. All right, I'm going to sleep now. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I think about, I I think about so many movies where, I mean, I can't remember, what was that? That movie, um... They had Shia LaBeouf and two brothers that could never be killed. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the... Um, and his brother gets his throat cut and they're like sawing into oh, his... Oh, lawless. Th- yeah. Yeah, sawing into his throat, you know. Yeah. And he and just he, falls into an icy river and yeah, he's yeah, dying of pneumonia. I mean, he's holding his throat <laughs> together and, it, it, you know, and that seems plausible pounds. that he survives this. This guy gets a two-inch scalpel cut where he could probably still... And he's laying on the floor convulsing of death. You know, it, you know, it's just one extreme to the other. You know, it just yeah. But you're talking about Tom Hardy, tough <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Going to sleep again. But medical anyway. science in the versus, 1800s yeah. versus <laughs> D bag, just pipsqueak. You <laughs> yeah. know, super just generic of yeah. a man. Um, uh, anyway, all right, we'll go back to Matt. How dare you compare <laughs> the luscious lips of Tom Hardy oh, you versus? Who's <laughs> <laughs> talking about wet socks now? Yeah, how dare you compare Bane? Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Right, easy. easy Bronson. Okay, we're not in Gotham. Calm down over there. Um, so where do we? All right, so Maeve cuts home chick's throat out here in the middle of this. I mean, that, that was a slash. You know, unexpected. Um, yep. And then, of course, people walk up, and she gets away. Pretty much no no issue. She went outside with this time clock like she was going somewhere. Where was she going? Because she was going to a destination. All I saw was this horse carriage pop up with three or four people in it. 
this is not a part of the story I remember of anything that shows the significance of why she was going at a certain time for anything. Well, she said she was going to recruit an army. So I thought she was going to go get Hector's gang. Well, you know, she sat there and said that uh, it's yours forever now. It's my, I'm getting out of here. So it's like this was her last hoorah in Westworld. I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure where was she going. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see kind of because she, she didn't want to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think she cares about dying. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if she wanted to just go back to where Sylvester and Felix are, you know what I mean, inside Westworld, then she would just die. She would just let the marshal shoot her. Um, but she wants to stay in the park. Yeah. For some reason, she's out to get something. Right. Or well, someone. She has or, unlimited power in the park right now. Oh, no, I understand that. But what does that mean in the park? Yeah, that's the part I'm not real, real positive. I mean, I know that I, th- I feel like they were trying to show her practice the ability of controlling other hosts remotely or whatever through her abilities, but it was very simple little things. You know what I mean? You know, hey, you just remembered I'm supposed to go water down whiskey. Hey, you do this. Hey, you do that. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree with that until she looked afraid to die. Right. You know what I mean? She was scared that she was going to die and she needed to stay there and ran. You know what I mean? Um, this was a cool scene, by the way, where she's like, you know, the sheriff's walking up. You realize that he's just a fine and upstanding individual. You know what I mean? And then he just gets blasted. Oh, I know. Uh, it, by Snake Face. Yeah, I mean. Did anyone else feel <laughs> he's like, Black Sheriff? He tips again? his hat to her and then she just shoots his back out, you know? Oh, yeah, and the poor sheriff. He just keeps getting his chest blown out and then headshotted. At first, I was like, okay, he's not going to die this time. He's not going to die. And he got blown away. Mayhem. And, <laughs> and the yeah. double tap. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, the, the, yeah, the African-American sheriff, another Banshee alum. Yep. And yeah. um, gruesome death in Banshee. Oh, oh my God. God. Him and his girlfriend. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I, for one, have never watched Banshee. Well, that, that's that more know. of a personal problem because you should have seen this thing well over. Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah. Not hey, bro, do me a favor and hit your mic a little harder next time. <laughs> Um. Okay, so we're getting off track a little bit. That's the last we see of May for the episode. It's her. Well, we off, see right? that the you know they've realized she's offline. She's doing her own thing, and they send a crew in for her. Right. You know, and that's the end of her situation. So, are she looks genuinely afraid, and they've surrounded her in her little place. Are we to conclude that her escapade of escape is over? No, no, no. Because no. even if they put her to sleep. And if they're the only ones that, I mean, they shouldn't know that shutting her down doesn't keep her down. Right. They don't know her capabilities. Right. So if they just shut her down, then she ought to be able to wake up, you know, wherever they take her. But she still has that explosive in her spine, correct? Correct. Yeah, we learned about that. Yet. We learned about that today. So. Yeah, that they have an incendiary device or explosive, whatever, that if they leave the park, it goes kaboomy. Yeah, one step out of the door. Suicide Squad. Spine blows up. <laughs> yeah, this is classic um, running man right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. The explosive collar. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Stop, turn around. <laughs> so we got William and Dolores. Now, this is where it got real confusing to yeah. me. Yes. Um, if anything, it ended with a womp, womp, womp. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel. Like. I will say this was the first time I've watched the, uh, the, one of these episodes, and I had a, a letdown moment. Yeah, only because you were like hoping that she was leading us to a new town. I was hoping she was going to lead to something that gave us an answer. Yep. Well, maybe or a bigger breadcrumb. But it could have given us an answer, and we don't even realize it. I and sure it didn't get that did. feeling. I sure didn't get that feeling at all. If anything, it just showed her going back to her, the what, like we said, the original starter town, where being yeah. trained and shown and so on. But I don't understand the significance of that. Is that it's just showing her how old she can remember, you know, her earliest or whatever. You know, I don't understand the significance of showing her dead in the water and it's saying, "Find me." I don't understand the significance of like them showing up to a place where there's. Both ambushes were butchered in this episode. You know, right. I don't understand the significance of that either. 
Um, uh, it's almost like the path is being cleared for. Yeah, it's you know like you're I mean? supposed to reach this destination only to find out nothing other than more memories that are unsure and unclear. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like she is dead in the river wearing the clothes she's, she's wearing, wearing right now, not the blue dress. And so that's supposed to clue us the clue that this is not the first time that she's made this expedition. Right. But Ford has said, well, you know, some people are living old memories and are trying to search for old past and da 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 da. So how random is it that she's wearing the exact same outfit for something if it's off script? Yeah. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like that makes no sense to me that, you know, that that doesn't compute that he's telling us this as an example of Dolores. And, but yeah, she sees herself dead in the river. Like this is a repeat man. Honestly, I'm not real sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is where I, I got mixed up. Yeah, I mean, the William and Dolores storyline was just very confusing. And we had this conversation before the uh, before the podcast started about. I thought William killed this guy while she walked to the river, but when she comes back, she gets kind of a flash, and she has like a a knowing look in her eye that even she thinks she he killed this guy. You know. Um, and we get like a flash of seeing the guy alive mm-hmm. on the ground right there. And then the next time we see it again, William looks like he's just sitting there, doesn't touch the guy, and he just dies in front of her. You know what I mean? It's And William's got a darkness around I him. I don't like understand the significance of that scene. That's what I keep right. getting at. Is but that- but it's tr- it shows you that William's getting a little cold-blooded. Yeah, because he has yeah. this like dark aura around him this entire time. Well, it's just like when she turns around and looks at the beach and nothing's there. And then she turns around and looks again and, and then they're there again. Right. Don't understand, understand the significance. I mean, it's just supposed to show us that we've been there before. Well, it looks like they're, they're showing us that she's been there before, well, even she, without William. Even she says, this is the path. I know it. You know, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So... I just don't understand the significance of what they're trying to accomplish here because even when they get to it, they're like, she gets there and you, you think, hey, look, there's a town and it's, it's all make-believe. And then what was the significance of showing her shoot everybody and then try to kill herself? That right there was another big question of where do we get to? So am I to say that she's the first one that just openly you know changes her wiring and mows down this town she's the Wyatt you know or something of that nature uh, who knows I mean where am I supposed to get with this I really don't know I, I'm because I'm fu- we I she gets into confused. town and all of a sudden she's back in the blue dress yeah like you, know get, what I mean? you get like a bright sun and then she's in the blue dress walking into the town and, and it's it, like that very old flashback yeah and it's the training sequence the Maeve thing um then, like you said, show her again. She's blazing people, and she's about to kill herself. And she's toting the same gun, and she's shooting folks without any problems, just like she did when they were in that Mexican town that saved William. You know what I mean? It's yeah. The, the same kind of stature and, and pose, and that, but then she puts the gun to her head. You know, is this a sign that she's a person who remembers her past and can't deal with it, just like Maeve committed suicide? She committed suicide. Are we to believe that as well? You know, they didn't show her blow her brains out, but you know. I don't know. I don't know how it's... It, maybe it's something where like Arnold is inside of him and is like, as soon as they get on the wrong track, he has them commit suicide or something. You know what I mean? To reset them and like, all right, let's get back on the right track again. You know what I mean? Right. It could be something like that. Man, like I said, really grasping here. I have no idea. That's what I say. Her storyline, for what I thought, what I was feeling comfortable about, it has just blown it wide open. And where I'm, it's like it's like somebody just dropped the, took all the puzzle pieces I had put together and just threw them on the table and said, "Good luck again." Well, and now like the big thing I'm starting to wonder is if William is the young man in black, uh-huh. why is she looking for this maze thirty years before the man in black? Like, we don't know that's 30 years. We don't know. Well, we're, I mean, we're it, guessing that's the theory. I mean, if he is a young yeah, man no, in black, I, agree with I you. mean, it, it's a significant amount of time. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. Um, and so it's like she was able, like this was supposed to be able to be hidden for a long time. And like, where's Dolores now in current time? See, I don't know. Because 
Because, I mean, that's she, like the She's main... looking for something. Yeah. She knows she's on the right path. She gets to that city and, like, I'm home. Like, that was her plan to get to that spot, right? Yeah. Like, she didn't talk about the maze or anything like that. Like, she wanted to get there. It's weird that her home is, I guess, her creation point, you know, where she was first introduced into the park. Maybe so. And maybe what happened in this town that made it, you know, blow to pieces and Dolores trying to kill herself or like that. And maybe she did in the in the flashback, she, you know, she finished the job. Mm-hmm. Was Dolores the critical failure? Did she kill people in that city? You know what I mean? Good point. Was she the original critical failure that had to be upgraded from the legendary models? Yeah. I'm like the legacy you're going. models. That is the first thing that is sounds tasty that's going out of everything they've blown at us. Yeah, that's right. like a full rack of ribs right there. So, if that's the case, and that led to the change from the open the I face could, up kid, you I know, could add, I could add more to it. Dolores could be the person who kills Arnold. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like that, the incident is one of his own, right, you know, or something of that nature. And I'm going to be Maybe honest. That's the reason that town's gone is because there's no, they don't want no evidence or trace of anything that ever happened there because of that massacre she has a flashback from. Uh, it's been kind of poking at me since this episode and last episode. I didn't say it in the last podcast, but this episode gave me a strange feeling that this may be way out there, guys. But Teddy is Arnold's clone. And the only and reason he keeps I say making that, him suffer. And he keeps making him insufferable. He's been there, died thousands of times. He's the one that was a... Arnold was super attached to Dolores. He almost... Almost like he created, because she's the first. Almost like he created his ideal Ooh. dream woman. Teddy is in love with Dolores in his mind and everything. And he's like, that's straight focused on that. Right? Which makes me think just... Teddy having to live through this crap constantly. We've seen Teddy have the conversations with Bernard. You know, we've had Teddy have conversations with Ford. You know, it wouldn't make sense that Teddy wouldn't show up in the photo if Bernard saw it because they all have a connection with Teddy. You know, they yeah. all know him. You know, and the thing that they showed Hopkins, uh, Ford, whatever like that, as a young man in that little flashback, you know, with mm-hmm. a really awesome CG. I mean, how easy would it be to make him look like a damn smart doctor, you know what I mean, or whatever back in the day? For some reason, that's been poking at me. I, 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 mean, I think it's a, a slight stretch, but it's a cool twist on an opportunity. Yeah. That's the way I look at that. I mean, because yeah, he, he's he, starting to remember. To me, that is of any host we've seen. He is probably uh, top three, if not top two, plausible Arnold recreations mm-hmm. in my mind. Like you said, you know, it's even like when Ford's had the conversation with him is that, you know, you're always the loser. You know what I mean? Yeah. In some roundabout way, you know, it would make sense that you would make the person who's of an image of Arnold to be the guy who's the patsy every time. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, I could t- completely see that. I mean, my only thing is against it really is I feel like he would have given him a more complete backstory from the beginning. Well, what did Ford just do? He gave him a backstory. Yeah, but I mean way right, later on in so on. Well, he, he said Teddy's been many things before, but he's always been the loser. Right. And the thing is, Teddy didn't start having memories until Ford upgraded him this recently. Yeah, none of them started having these memories until the upgrade. Really. No, no, no. No, no, no. Teddy didn't have memories until he grabbed Man in Black's knife and Ford messed with him, gave him a backstory. Yeah. Remember, he got up and was like, with purpose. He wasn't about to die anymore. You know, he was like, I have a goal. Must find Wyatt and Dolores. You know what I'm saying? True. So, we've seen Teddy's flashback of Wyatt, right? Walking through the streets, gunning people down. And Teddy even shoots some of them. And that's why Wyatt doesn't kill him. Right? Don't understand that just yet. We don't know where that came from. 
But if if that's Wyatt, then we have seen Wyatt's face. I don't think Wyatt's been created yet. No, I've seen. We saw the Wyatt. Yeah, we, yeah, we saw him in the uniform. Yeah, walking, shooting his yeah, own brown man. hair. Was kind of I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Wyatt still hasn't been created for some reason. Now, see, I think either Wyatt is Arnold or <laughs> Teddy is Arnold. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't think it's Wyatt. I just just. There's no. There's, that's not a reveal. That's like, uh, yeah. I see. I agree. So that's why know, I think that it's going to be have the effect. I, I feel like why it's going to be a really big reveal. If we do have a reveal of Arnold, it's going to be a character we've seen multiple times in our multiple episodes, not yeah. somebody we've seen once or twice in an episode. Yeah, I just think I don't know why it's been just poking me. I mean, you, Teddy, you've made Teddy, Teddy, Teddy a good dark horse candidate. Like, I mean, you definitely got me thinking about it. I'm sticking with Bernard. But I'm really liking where you're going with Teddy. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm excited, so it doesn't matter. Let's talk about Men in Black. Men in Black gives this background story. First of all, he gets into this skirmish with this enormous masked fellow who takes a gunshot. Not a gunshot. Many gunshots to the chest. Well, before that, we see this girl... Who is somehow oh, still yeah. alive? Who I'm getting a creepy vibe from. Lone survivor, yeah. witch-looking chick. But not yeah. only we've seen her before. Yeah, she he, was the host that welcomed William into Westworld before he got onto the train. That's where she was. Man. And he Good says, job. "Hey, I'm surprised you're still around. I guess he likes a pretty face." Yeah, that's and the man so, in black that said that. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Literally from his first trip there. That's the chip. You're damn good job. So, I mean, like we were talking beforehand because you were falling away a little bit from thinking that William wasn't the man in black. This was one of the biggest pieces of evidence to me that they could still be linked into now, the I'm, older I'm timeline and stuff. 100% sold on William being the man in black. It, that is a big nugget to yeah. find in the creek, if you know what I'm saying, to, to, say, to say that. I didn't put her together with the original. oh i did not either that was when you said that that was like ding 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 <laughs> yeah. you know um because i'm gonna be honest with you i was kind of falling off getting ready to get off the train of william and man in black thing because of everything here's the thing about men in black and what his monologue is okay just to get away from that skirmish with the big big uglies um that he goes you know i was a successful philanthropist you know made big money da da da, da. and my wife dies supposedly from suicide by taking pills in a bathtub da, da, da. and I decided to come back here for good and, and and he makes a reference to a year like he's been here a year and so on so 30 years so we're going to say he came back so that means 30 years ago he visited Westworld and then he comes back to Westworld to try to find out who he really is and so on after his wife in, commits suicide and his daughter tells him he's a monster, that she lived in fear. So from that statement, I'm not concluding that he has been in Westworld for 30 years. I'm concluding that he's been in Westworld for a year since his wife's death. And That's a lot of money. When he was there, he decided to test himself to what he would feel and he found a prairie woman and daughter and killed them both and he felt nothing but that's when he came to the realization of that they were still alive and there was something more to this place thus he's been working for a year to try to figure out this maze business is that what y'all concluded from what he said because that I watched this scene twice because I thought that he was giving us the big okay here's our baseline I don't know, man. I not yet, because um, I don't think he didn't leave it open to say that he was coming back sporadically throughout thirty years. You know what I mean? Maybe he didn't spend the like nonstop time like he does now, but I still feel like he would have been coming back because he has too many memories. He has messed with Dolores. It looks like hundreds countless of times. times. I mean, countless times. Knows her every movement. It would appear. You know what I mean? So that makes me feel like he's been coming back and coming back. He, at the end of this, is going to be let down by Dolores. You know what I'm saying? Now, think about this. When Maeve was a prairie woman and she committed suicide, Ford and Bernard look like they do now. 
So it's not like that happened 30 years no, ago. No, that happened a year ago. So that had to happen a year ago when they were still current. Because, I mean, Maeve's only been running the the brothel for about a year. So, I think they said. So, I mean, we know that he killed her roughly a year ago. But I don't think he's been in the park for that I don't that think he's been in the year. park much, if anything, except for when it was first started and then has come back. It I'm, doesn't hurt the possibilities of him being William, though. For no. all we know, that's William as he was well, William as a young man with Dolores, and he thought he fell in love, and then he very like well I said, Dolores dies, and he realizes that he was in love with a robot, and he leaves, and then that's what we get the culmination of the Man in Black and why he's dark and cold and everything else. Or his wife is in there with William, he doesn't know it or something, and you know he somehow. Dolores somehow dies and everything, and she thinks... The train is derailed. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the eject button, Cash. I don't know where you're going with that one, man. Well, I mean, it's just like, this is this is where she, like... Fire. Stop now. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. But no, I mean, like this is where she becomes so sad and everything, and says that he's that monster. Ocho, by the way. Ocho. Um, yeah. And that... I mean, that's just like one little thing that I'm trying to think of why he became so dark and why she got so far off the rail to where she wanted to commit suicide, even though he's done all these nice things. I think it goes back to the whole deal is that he comes to Westworld, falls in love with somebody who makes him feel real, realizes that I think tragedy happens to Dolores. He goes back to reality and realizes his wife is not what he had, but he doesn't throw it away because I guess he has a family man. Like he says, I'm a family man. He continues with it and to realize that his wife lived in fear and infamy of him ever since for 30 years and finally had enough to commit suicide. If anything, it still adds more credence to, yes, this is the theory that he is the younger version of the man in black. Now, I think, I think what we're getting is the speech from Logan to William means a lot. Logan, like, just cut his manhood. He was like, you know, you're... You're not a harm to anybody. You know what I mean? You're meek. You just go with the flow. And then we also hear about William talking about how he's lived a whole lie. He, you know, gets along to go along. You know what I mean? It's like, but now we're seeing him. The fact that he left Logan there to die. Uh, him shooting people to protect Dolores. Him saying, I have a fiance at home waiting on me, but goes after Dolores. You know what I mean? Like, he is becoming the man in Westworld that will go to that job and take it over. You know what I mean? That's what's going to happen. He's going to end up just steamrolling those positions to where he runs that whole damn company. Well, what All company right? do you think that is? Delos. Delos is trying to buy that company, I think is what William and Logan yeah. work for. Okay. So when he goes and owns it and becomes this titan of industry and so like that, Every one of those people you've ever heard of always sacrificed their family for the job. You know what I mean? And if he's constantly going back to Worst World, which it looks like to me he's been doing, then they've definitely been set aside. You know what I mean? Especially if she thinks he's going back to meet a woman or to do monstrous things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, 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 I see that. Yeah, she committed suicide because, you know, she <laughs> was married to an empty person. You know what I mean? Right. But, I mean, if he's the owner of the company, Delos and everything, does he is he in on the extracting of information? No, I don't think so. You think that's being done behind his back? or uh, I think he owns the company. I think there's a board of people that like the hail. Of I don't think there's any connection there. I think yeah. he's just... You know, I think he's just trying to search for himself, not much less for any corporate gain. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think he has anything to do with this company anymore. I think he's there on a he's just a letterhead, permanent philo, just yeah. a yeah, a spiritual journey. You know what I mean to <laughs> to find what you know what well, it all I mean, means. Yeah, no, I mean I agree with it. It's just you know to have that hidden layer if he is like the runner of Delos, the company or his board, trying to kind of take down his safe haven. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, would, I don't know. You know what I mean? That what you talked about with Maeve, and that was a year ago, that set him on this path. You know what I mean? Since the suicide, you know that that's very important too. 
Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of little Easter eggs in this one. I think a lot of I mean, even like when the board lady was talking to the writer, she walked back to that wall that had all these pictures of hosts, and you notice very key ones were on that wall. Oh yeah, you know, the, I paused it and I'm looking like that. I think that you know, there's a significance to who they show and why. There's a significance to why they went to Abernathy in the cold storage. There's a significance of why they showed his cold storage, i.e. Mr. Brother over here and his army prediction. <laughs> you know, and what, you know, and, uh, I was hoping he would tell me, I told you so, told you so, but, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I, the, sh- the show, I'm really, I'm more interested now in what the answers are going to give I mean, I'm, I'm loving theorizing and theorizing and theorizing, but now I'm ready to bite into what this is. And my biggest questions now are, are we going to see a host escape? Are, are we going to reveal who Arnold is? And is that going to be a, a major holy crap moment? Do we lose any of our main characters? Does Anthony Hopkins stick around for next season? Which they have greenlit a second season, by the way, but it's not until... 2018. So it's a year skip. So it's pulling a yes. true detective. They're doing a true detective deal. They're going to where it's going to be. True detective was the following year, season two. Was it the following year? Just later. It was definitely later. It felt yeah, like it, it was, was longer, longer to get to it. Into the Badlands skipped a year, but we hadn't even got back to it. Okay. But yeah, it's 2018 before we get to Westworld 2.0. What do you want to call it? Man, that's. I guess I don't it know if show can, but that just makes me feel even stronger. West that Anthony Hopkins is not part of the next one. Yeah, I don't see yeah, any no way that way. he survives. That's they, what I'm saying, man. They can't lean on uh, as much as I hate to say it. He is phenomenal. You just can't depend on him still being alive. Well, well, no, that, he, I mean, he's in his 70s, but I mean, like, I just don't, I don't see it. But you just can't, though. No. It's unfortunate to say that, but you can't put all your eggs in an old man's basket because at health. any time they yeah. get, their health could fail on them. Um, I agree. But you got plenty of young actors on the show that could continue. I still don't think it'll have anything to do with the Wild West version that we're dealing with. I, I, I understand that. Well, no. do you think a host escapes? Yeah, maybe not Maeve, though. I maybe think Abernathy have, gets out. I would think it'd have to be Maeve or maybe Dolores. You know, if Anthony Hopkins is gone, I think Bernard's gone as well. I don't I, know. It, uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be I, interesting. It would, be, it would turn into Blade Runner. Yeah. You know. I mean, it would be. <laughs> you know. What I mean. But they're taking a whole year. Now that doesn't surprise me, based on the special effects amazingness they have in this show, that it would require much longer to create something like that. But they're able to do Game of Thrones year to year. And but I mean that's that a stuff. year round filming and everything in the budget. And yeah, I, I understand that. But HBO did not spare any expense for Westworld. This thing is solid. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. No, I mean that's true. But I mean we don't know how long they had filming for this either. Yeah. And the writing is just phenomenal, so Alright, let's make some predictions before we wrap this. Alright. We see Teddy and Dolores walking and of course his buddy Logan with all his Confederate buddies. William and Dolores. Yeah, William, not Teddy. Sorry, yeah. Is it a little too convenient that Logan is the leader? He went from being in jail as a conspirator to the leader of a group. I don't think he was a leader. He wasn't like riding up front. I've been looking for you for a while, you know. It seemed like he was leading that whole group. And he's, what do he say? Y'all are fucked or something like that? Yeah, I mean, to that extent. Uh, I think he says that y'all are totally fucked or something like that. Yeah. Or in deep shit. Yeah, I mean, it was something along those lines. He makes some kind of lines, but... But why? Like, why would he, of all people, think that William's in trouble? Well, I mean, they ran off with Lawrence. or I I know, but it's like... Oh, and also... They know they can't kill him. (laughs) Yeah. Or even hurt him, really. Well, his buddy can. Yeah, Logan can. But I, no, I don't, still don't think a bullet can hurt. Well, and they also don't know that William and Logan are actual people and not hosts. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I found it weird that Logan had already round up to a pretty authoritative post after being a captive. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. Uh, they both got double crossed, so 
if they found that out, you know what I mean? Right. It makes a little sense. So, I don't know. Uh, I think you're right about, though, next episode is the one to be looking forward to. Yeah. I, I, see, a, I see a prominent death and so on. Uh, I do definitely see that. I, I could even say I could possibly see Dolores bite the dust and see William, you know, if we are staying on this train of here he is the man in black, that we could see Dolores be turned inside out in front of him in a chair because, you know, he's being handcuffed to a chair. Um, and that could be the breaking point. You know what I mean? I could definitely see that coming. Uh, I could see the Maeve thing going sour. I, I mean, I think we're gonna have we're gonna have to have something that's epic. Of holy crap, I can't believe that happened. I will say that that thing is Elsie coming back into the fold and exposing all of the people working in Westworld that are hosts. So Bernard gets thrown out as being a host, and everyone else, because I feel like it's gonna be more than just Bernard, as we've already discussed. Who throws him out? I don't know if anyone necessarily gets thrown out. I'm just saying they're all going to be exposed. Narked then, on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Elsie's going to get away, but to me, that seems like the big thing. And then the season finale is going to be Maeve coming in through with your theory of building her army with all of the rejects. Yeah. See, there was there was a lot of stuff that was going all over Facebook and Twitter about Ford's little hidden creation room he has mm-hmm. right that that was making a copy of Teresa is what most people thought it wouldn't surprise me if the big reveal was that that was making Elsie you know what I mean that if Elsie was killed but you needed to replace her because she's on vacation quotations vacation could be just enough time well, like, to, well that thing takes they about said, three days he said three days to produce one right but to build Elsie you know what I'm saying and then re-implant her back in memories of whatever she needs and then just go about her business. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about Bernard with Elsie. Well, I mean, he's clearly not making a Teresa one because everyone knows she's dead now. Yeah. So there's yeah. no point of it being Teresa. Right. So that, that theory was squashed. And matter of fact, Nolan, the writer, said that that's just cool background that that machine is making somebody. That not it's not anybody is what he said. That's just not believable. But I just can't believe that you know what I mean that they're showing that and it's right. super badass. Yeah. Yes. So you think if we see Elsie next week or in, in the final episode, she's going to be a host? I'm just a strange prediction. That's a possibility. I, a strange prediction I have. Like I said, another itch is that that thing is creating Elsie. You know, or it could turn out that it's creating Hale, and he's already planning on replacing her. When he has to take her out. You know what I mean? Right. And just make it... Like, if he brings her down there, and that thing's doing the final touches of her... Oh, we just we just completed another host. You want to yeah. introduce yourself? Yeah. And then have that thing just do a hacksaw Jim Duggan two before to the yeah. side of her head. <laughs> she just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Little yeah. Sparky comes from out of nowhere. Yeah. I just think it could be really cool. Yeah. You know, if that's the case. I also agree with you, too, though, about Elsie... She can't not come back at some point. No, yeah. Uh, whoever grabbed her, it, it's going to be another another piece of the pie. You know, is yeah. it a big piece? I don't know. I still think Ashley's the one that snatched her now. I'm with you on that one. And that he's doing his own little internal investigation, you know what I mean? So did he snatch her like, like hey, I want to stop you from what you're doing? Or did he like grab her and like muffle her, don't scream? You know what I mean? And have a conversation with her. You know what I mean? That's more plausible to me. To me, he's always shown that he's an anti-host, anti-everything. And And he's very friendly to Elsie. Right. And so, that right there would be more logical. I don't know. I I, I see him just having less, less to do with everything. I really do. I just have this, another strange feeling, that Ashley is a plant too. You know, from say, we know we know the company is trying to pull out the the data, right? To me, he just seems like a little little guard dog, and that he has these sneaky suspicions. But when they do become revealed, you'll see him as a man in action. Possibly, I guess we'll see. 
you know, that's the way I look at it. It's getting what, too late. <laughs> what do you guys think? You know, do, do y'all have any theories or thoughts that are kind of diverging from what we're talking about? Are we completely off base? Or are we on to something? Would you give us some street cred for anything we got so far? You know, uh, just let me know. Uh, we'd love to hear about it, chat with you, talk about the episode, uh, share anything you got, whatever. And if you got a few minutes to give us a positive review on iTunes, we'd love it. But, uh, other than that, guys, we're salivating for next week. We think I, the only thing I hate about this is we only have two episodes. I'm excited to see where it goes, but I'm also very sad that this is going to be wrapping up. And so it'll be kind of curious. Um, also, next week we'll be diving into Vikings uh, pretty soon. So if you're one of our usual listeners and love Vikings, we're going to be – I think that fires up November 30th, uh, I believe. And so we'll be looking for that soon as well. But other than that, guys, we're going to call tonight. This is uh, Blee TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next week.